0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome back to Buckets 10 games in of an 82-game season. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready to jump to some conclusions. Let's do it with Billy Scafuri. You're getting bucket buckets. I can't be the only one who thought you were going to say, "I'm going to jump off a bridge because of the Lakers." <laughs> oh no, I've already resigned. You know, you can't hurt someone if they expected the worst. Mm, yeah, it's 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 worse than the worst was expected to be. Yeah, first the offense was historically bad, and then they sort of got better offensively, and now the defense is historically bad. But the real you, yeah, you and think it's those like are related. Like you can only give so much effort on one end of the court. Or is that just a weird It's true, uh, small sample size thing? It does have the energy of they read the tweets that everyone was complaining about. and They're like, all right, let's just fix that. And then they forgot about the other. Now we also have to hold opponents to under 130. Jesus. I mean, you gave up 45, I think, yesterday in the first quarter yes, to, Utah. to Utah. And Utah really is the perfect example of... Like the opposite approach to basketball. You guys are star powered, like just heavy at the top, and they just have twelve dudes who run and seem to enjoy playing basketball. Well, they they had two stars and they traded them for draft picks, and then whatever was left over, and then whatever was left over is like the third best team in the NBA. (laughs) Right, they're like eight and two or something like that. They absolutely smoked the Lakers (laughs) in the second half yesterday. Twice in the second half yesterday specifically. That was the part that I watched that I could speak on. It looked like that like high school team that has two ringers versus that high school team that you've just heard is really good. Like from one to 12, Utah is just a A solid legit team. And it's all like the, like, like rejected players, like these players who never quite found (laughs) their home. Like, Oh, Markinen is dogging AD. (laughs) What Jordan Clarkson, like can't miss and hitting step back threes. And, it was and playing like they could take these shots and if they miss it's cool no one's going to be like yelling at me for like a, this is just like a safe place to try out some stuff i was at the game in la and i'm like utah is legitimately like one of the best teams i've seen it doesn't quite right. make sense they they rebuilt instantly they're like all right we need to rebuild okay we're good again it's like whoa wait what happened to the tanking part getting good traffic waiting a year or two for guys to develop they just completely bypassed that entire process Do you have any access to their current roster? Because I'd be curious how many guys fill the title of like, I was kind of forgotten on one team and I'm thriving here. Like Colin Sexton is another good example of just like, he was a star in Cleveland for a minute, then they just kicked him. (laughs) Yeah, They said Garland's team, and now he's just playing with joy. Yeah, Malik Beasley and Vanderbilt, they got from Minnesota. They kept Clarkson and Conley. Mm -hmm uh Mm -hmm. they got oh Rudy Gay Rudy Gay is still there Walker Kessler their rookie from Minnesota also doing well and then they got Markkanen and Colin Sexton from Cleveland also really good and then in addition to that they got 15 draft picks like in the next three (laughs) years Utah how so where is Ainge at right now is Ainge like yo, yeah, we're playing for 60 wins this year yeah, or is he I like we're like, not playing everyone's like you the worst place to be is like the ninth seed where it's like okay you did all this fun stuff and then you just got eliminated right. before the playoffs and you don't get a good draft pick but like they're so not the, the comp- they're not like San Antonio where they're like six and five and they're middling no they're legitimately great I mean remember their first like few games everyone's like well this is weird like Utah's surprising people they beat Their first three games, they beat Denver at home by 21. And everyone's like, wow, weird win, weird loss for Denver. Utah's trying to lose. And then the next day, they went to Minnesota and beat them. Then uh, the next game, they went to New Orleans and beat the Pelicans. And people are like, that's crazy. Maybe Utah good. (laughs) Since then, they've beat the Lakers twice and the Clippers in between. The Clippers. That is, they just smoked through LA real quick. That they came back for seconds with the yes, Lakers, and not they have they like they're averaging like 120 a game. Like there's, it's insane how good they are. Utah. So are they likable? I can't even tell. Like Utah yes. is traditionally one of the most hated teams. Yes, organizationally. The city. Yeah. No. Danny organizationally, Hinch, all that we don't like. Yeah. None of that we like. But these players <laughs> who have been misfits on other teams. Like two things. One. Are they the bulls of last year? This first half team that might peel off, like go thirty and ten, and then come back to like earth at some point. Something has to change, right? Or, and then I mean, that too, is that too late? And will Danny Ainge be like, I don't even want to suffer through that? Who wants Markkinen, Clarkson? No, and no. Beasley? So Markkinen is an all star this year, right? If he if he continues this play, yeah, he's, he's like definitely and ten. Right. He was playing better and and AD had a great game. I don't mean to be killing him, but he outplayed AD. Like He was just doing more with his minutes than AD last night. Is this Markkanen?
1: Is this the Linux? And it's also
0: Clarkson. It's also Conley. And it's also like everybody's playing out of their mind. Yes. So to answer your question, yes, this team is likable. Is the (laughs) franchise? No, of course not. It's Utah. The worst, like, whitest fan base on earth. But, you know, that aside. Yeah, like they're... yeah. A blonde, tall guy, Laurie Markinen, playing with the a, a long haired Canadian, Kelly Olinick. Like, they're great. They're playing one well. Thing, it's weird. One thing I like about Markinen, he goes up for two hand blocks a lot, which is pretty rare. Like, yeah. when you see it, like, he goes, goes up like at that volleyball attitude. block. Yeah. You know, like, like, <laughs> it's really, like, it's really weird. And he got like three goaltendings on it yesterday, right. but. Something else is working. He just runs baseline to baseline. And like there's no reason for Mike Conley to be on this team unless they're trying to win games. He's like a 34-year-old point guard who's like just a veteran leader who's helping you make threes and play well. S- similar then- energy, similar energy to CP three on the Oklahoma City Thunder. All right. Where just it was like a like, nice mentor to have around. And like in the process wins 30 more games than was expected. And Mike got a, like a pretty sick contract out of it. Yeah. Yeah, So so the question is like, is this 8 and 3 Utah team? Are they going to be like 60 and 22? Are they going to be like 48 and 34 and then lose Mm -hmm. in the first round? Because it's not worth doing that for Vicky Banyama. Watching them against the Lakers, really, I could not tell you what their weakness is. I mean, if they keep up this pace of play for 82 games, they're going to beat a lot of teams because they run. They're just simply out there running when a lot of teams are trying to play half half court ball. You know? I think they also so, said that they're the best three-point shooting team in the NBA, too. Damn. I mean, Clarkson takes some of those Kobe <laughs> threes where you're like, what are you? Nice shot. Yeah, it's like <laughs> sprinting know? to the top of the key in transition and shooting it, leaning forward. Like, wow. Yeah. Peeling off of a pick that's, like, off one foot and, like, falling over. And he shoots with supreme confidence. Supreme. And then, like, someone lands next to him and he, like, pretends to go down and they call a flagrant foul. And they're just – the crowd is so into it. Yeah. So that would be a good example of a good team currently. Utah good, for sure. Utah Cleveland, those are two, like, really good teams. The Lakers have played them both. They're just a better basketball team. One through 12. I mean, Garland and Mitchell – Mm -hmm. Um, are dominating as well. Mitchell might be playing like MVP level basketball. He's averaging what, 32 points a game or something insane. Cleveland has humbled me when I look back at the over-under draft because I did take their under. And it was one of those things where they over-delivered last year by like 25 games over what they were expected to win. But I was like, that has to regress in some capacity. Turns out it doesn't. Like the Knicks last year when they were like, they won 46 games instead of 23. And then the next year they. Got 30-something. Yeah, right, they missed we're the playoffs. Like, And we were, were like somewhere in roster. between. Yep, right in between. That's where the Knicks belong. We are like a 40 and 42 <laughs> team. But I told myself Cleveland couldn't possibly do it again. Cleveland is so much better than they were last year. They are like a real Mitchell. powerhouse. Yeah. He is awesome. It's good, too, because he got like... He had so much, like when he was in the trading, like trading block forever, everyone's like really talking about his, how valuable he is. Yeah. He's revealing how valuable he is, you know, like all he's the nice areas like he, he ever did in Utah. Correct. Correct. And it's, <laughs> you realize it's like, oh, schemes, schemes can just unlock these guys. Right. You know, he, he, I mean, he had like a, he was the leader in Utah, so it's not like he was the sixth man and now he's the James Harden but he didn't have athletes like he has like he had like his second in command was like rudy gobert right you know like or bogdanovich yeah Engels, you know like kind of like cement footed guys but um he's playing fast mitchell is 31 points six assists shooting 45 from three god damn because it's like who do you guard on cleveland and then garland you... is also like for like making every three he's so good at shooting it's crazy he was an all-star last year like we forget <laughs> but garland was a real all-star last year right and like, like and allen so was, was jared allen All-Star. yeah and then they and have evan mobley was basically the rookie of the year it's like they're a really stacked team yeah because then they also have Karis lavert if those guys are resting another guy who could score so is Adam Silver pumped that Utah and Cleveland <laughs> are the most exciting teams in the NBA right it's now? It's great for parody and like small market basketball teams that always complain, like, we can't get any of the stars to come to our basketball team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, mm-hmm. you can trade your stars and be one of the best teams or trade for a star and build that way if you're Cleveland. And I guess the commonality between those two teams is Donovan Mitchell donovan mitchell was on this yeah. team and now he's on this team so there's just yeah. <laughs> really mitchell. makes me want the knicks yeah. to have gotten donovan mitchell when it's all he's said so good he's making the Cavs the best team and then the second best team is the team uh that he left so yeah he like, just left some pixie the... dust he just left some pixie dust in the locker room where it's just like for a season you guys are gonna have my glow man how good would utah be if they traded for mitchell now imagine mm-hmm. mitchell on utah with you Gold could get there. a haul <laughs> cleveland could get a haul <laughs> i was thinking like should utah just trade nine draft picks for anthony davis like just add one other solid player to the team and then the lakers just like replenish all their the draft assets that they're low on i can't tell you you know when you're constipated and then you finally go that sensation that just like great feeling of relief yeah where you're like relief. oh yeah sweet relief you're peeing yeah hearing you even just hypothetically imagine an ad trade is sweet relief oh i you. wouldn't sign up for it don't get me wrong I'm you saying, just you suggested it yeah, so <laughs> I'm saying it might be interesting for utah if they wanted to add a nine, great player nine uh, the, yeah we would need nine because that's your last business deal okay russ leaves he's off the books in a season but yeah. like long term that's your like last like future play Correct. Yeah, if we wanted to rebuild, yeah, our last yeah. thing is to, is to sort of do the Mitchell and market or Mitchell Mitchell and Rudy thing with LeBron AD. Yeah, and I mean, you point to Utah and be like, "See, it's possible," but I don't know if you can trade. Le- like the Lakers aren't don't seem like a franchise that can It's trade not LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. It's not LeBron. It's AD. And um, my question to you is: If at one point this season you're eleven and thirty-nine, all right, fifty games into the season, you're eleven and thirty-nine. Wow, do you? Do you? Yeah. Do you, I mean I saw a couple of games of here. Like that would be pretty good <laughs> yeah, if you could squeak out nine in the yeah. next forty-eight. Whatever. <laughs> would you then say you know what we got to blow it up, or is it we got to wait for Russ to get off the books and then we'll figure it out? I think it's that second one. I'd be surprised mm-hmm. if they trade AD. So you think AD still has championships in him? Yeah, with the right like supporting cast. Like if he's mm-hmm. the second or third best player, I think so. Mm-hmm. Like, you saw Buddy Healed and Miles Turner's line yesterday they're great too i mean i now i'm wondering like russ isn't the problem like are they gonna be willing to trade him if he's playing so well just to get turner and healed but yes yes i think so but we would have to throw in the picks and there we are tough spot tough spot uh who else is good and or ugly the good the the good the bad and the mid is what well, we're calling it Yeah, so we're calling this episode good bad and mid and you kind of threw that out right before we hit record and i like it for two reasons one specifically is that two words you've been using and anyone who follows you on social media knows you've been using you kind of have seasons with words where like for three months you're just going (laughs) to squeeze every drop out of it (laughs) yeah your two words right now are him yeah this person is him it doesn't even have to you've transcended the person oh now it's be a thing yeah you've i've heard you talk about basketball uh, last night you texted me utah jazz is (laughs) him i think i just said utah is him <laughs> so that's yeah, even weirder and your other word of the month is mid
1: yeah your other word of the is month good. is mid
0: and like the mid second and I part of like him yeah of, yes and they're really in like rotation right now yeah. this is like billboard they're tri- yeah they're hot <laughs> So when you suggest a good, bad, and mid, it reminds me of how you've also been texting me a lot. Who is the most mid? What is, yes. who is the most mid team in the NBA? <laughs> the and most it's a good medium, the most, it's a good average. exercise. It's a good exercise. And I'd like to maybe explore it with you a little bit yeah. to figure it out. Like what even, can you be a New York or LA, like a big city and still be mid? Cause you still have all the surrounding hoopla around you, right? It's you exciting. Know? It's not like Charlotte where you don't even think about this team. Charlotte's a good example of like you're already like by default a little bit more mid so so let's constitute what makes mid is it are we just talking basketball record right now I think it's vibes yes yes there are some really exciting. like Portland is excited yes playing basketball they're playing with joy and exuberance yes agreed um vibes vibes are bad whose vibes are oh Brooklyn bad vibes right now bad vibes weird vibes does Kyrie play again i think so they said like today he like met with adam silver and is working on his rehab (laughs) i mean whatever (laughs) he's doing is just trying to get back on the basketball court i'm sure you think he wishes he didn't send that post out just like maybe kept it in drafts yeah but i think he justifies it as i wish the system wasn't so against me not i wish i didn't send it out that's right that's right bad vibes in brooklyn minnesota bad vibes weird vibes Weird vibes because Anthony Edwards isn't joking around. He's not having fun. I don't think adding Rudy to that trio mm. was ultimately a good chemistry slash joy decision. Mm. You know Joy mm. Division? Yes. That was a bad joy decision. Decision. Yeah. <laughs> so that, angsty, that angsty emo band Joy Decision. Yes, exactly. <laughs> those, are, those are, I think, too bad vibes to be mid. There Um, was a sentence that Anthony Edwards said at one point where they were like, you know, yeah, because there was like his first eight games, he didn't have a dunk. He didn't dunk once. Yes. Has he still dunked? Not dunked or did he do that? I'm not sure. I can give him the benefit of the dunk on that one. But he was like, well, when the lane lane is clogged, I can't dunk. And it was like, it's Rudy Gobert's problem. Yeah. This guy's standing in the way. Look at this French dude. He's not letting me do the cool things. (laughs) And that dude thrives on vibes. Anthony thrives Edwards on thrives vibes. on vibes. Yes. <laughs> He's a vibe other thriver. emo, <laughs> the vibe <laughs> thrivers. <laughs> uh, Sacramento wants to be good vibes, but they're, they're just not winning games. They're like still coming up a little bit short. Who are their new pieces? Because there's uh, still they're still Rashawn Holmes and uh, like De'Aaron like Fox, Fox to make. And Sabonis oh. was an ad last year. Oh, yeah. Sabonis. Right. I think they had higher hopes than 33 games. When you sign Sabonis, you're not signing for the vibes. Well, they traded Halliburton he's for him. Yeah, he's just a solid, he's like a Randall type, Julius Randall. Like, this guy's pretty good. Yeah, a lunchbox kind of basketball player. Yeah, he can get you 20 and 10 sometimes. But Halliburton is pure vibes. He's on podcasts sometimes. He's a happy, good vibey boy. Right. Yeah, weird vibes there. Mm, I mean, Knicks? I really do think it is the Knicks. I sent you that tweet that said, like, how... read, read it out. Do you have it in front of you? Yeah. Because the is... details are shocking. Yeah, I mean, this is like the perfect mid, or as they call it, the perfect balance. Five and five, Mm -hmm. four and four versus the East, one and one (laughs) versus the West, three and three in October, two and two in November. They've scored 1,150 points and allowed 1,150 points. That's crazy. And that, folks, is crazy. That's, yeah, that's playing 10 games and tying total. That is Oxford Dictionary mid that is that <laughs> you couldn't be it is they are not good nor bad they are right in the middle they've done I, everything mid i would say the vibes i mean i'm not as in it as you are the vibes are equally like hot and cold like playing well this is exciting losing games okay this is like we're back at it like i don't know does it it's feel more optimistic than pessimistic or yeah i think brunson has actually added like a level of professionalism i forgot how good it feels when your point card can just do it all you and know can mistakes. just you and just, just keep breaking down ball. defenses yeah just break down the defense break down the defense and that like is a confidence like sometimes we've won where like derrick rose was our starter and you're like all right like that's unsustainable this actually feels like oh wait something good is happening here really? um so that's good for vibes i will also say that this is the first year where tibbs is actually trying new lineups out and not yeah. just rolling out the Fourniers of the world like we had jericho sims start we had Grimes start we've had a cam reddish start so he's He's saying, you know, these positions are up for grabs, which is also good vibes. Yeah. Are they doing that because of injury or is he like Fournier's plus minus is bad and we're going to try something new? Well, the Mitchell Robinson of it all, he's out for like two weeks with like maybe a sore knee or something. Um, so we started Hartenstein, who's been a godsend. Also great vibes, vibes. for the Knicks. And um, then we had Sims in yesterday. But yeah, Fournier's has kind of just been mid. And so uh, <laughs> we're trying whatever we can. So we started Grimes. He got into foul trouble, and now he's been hurt for three games. Okay. So that wasn't that wasn't the play exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you who's good vibes though. And I know you came out the gate swinging. Obi Toppin yeah. is good vibes. Yeah, he's making threes and dunking. And he's just on the court like he just. In New York, we reward people who hustle hard, good or bad. If you run and just like run through a brick wall, you'll be one of us. And he that's how he plays. It's yeah. very welcomed. It is credit. Like, I remember as a rookie, his threes looked like me just Broke. trying to shoot threes. Yep. Just like throwing it towards the rim. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, like oh, of- a good three-point shooter. Not even like average. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, I do want to put a spotlight on you for a second, Amir. Okay. The... So people know you from social media and comedy and stuff like that. And they think that you're just a very specific person. This year, 2022, yeah. you have raised your three-point percentage. We play basketball every week. Oh, as a leaps player, yeah. And leaps and bounds. You're yeah. probably pushing, what would you, what number, what percentage would you put on your three-point shooting this year? I would say 30%. Yeah, I was going to say 35. Yeah, th- but that's pretty good from You've zero. had. You had two consecutive Sundays where you went like seven for nine, or like and, even and maybe that eight, eight for me. nine. Yeah, and that raised—that was my Lakers of the last two games, raising me to league average. But thirty mm-hmm. percent from three for a guy that doesn't really know how to shoot traditionally, coming off a pandemic—that was the weirdest thing. That's coming right. off a pandemic, so there's really no explanation for how you came out so hot. <laughs> yeah, I should have been practicing. It—it it looks like you've been practicing. It's yeah. like you are—you we have to defend the three when you take it can't explain it okay and it might go away just because like it came kind of surprisingly right to say it just doesn't stick around but you don't earn something it can just disappear as fast as it showed up bingo bango bongo (laughs) i'm here and he loves that and he loves something like that i got another uh um recommendation for the most mid if we're not going to give it to the knicks please hit me with another mid chicago bulls okay yeah Okay. Sort of hot. Six sort of and six. Yeah. Six and six. The record is right, right in there in the middle. Levine is like trickling back in. He's playing well, but he's like not playing every game type thing. And they, I don't even know what they have to look forward to. Cause it's not like the Clippers without Kawhi. It's like, well, if he starts playing, we'll be much better. Right. Like, this right. Is the Bulls. Yeah. And DeRozan's still giving you like 45 a game and yeah. they're six and six. <laughs> so like, are they just going to make the playoffs again as a seven seed and get swept by like wherever? milwaukee or whatever yeah it's just i feel like it's going to be indianapolis who's the most mid like i just don't know what i'm like at least zach like i know zach levine has a cool dog yeah he does cool dunk like there's vibes there like i don't even know what the vibes really are i guess matherin is exciting in indiana Yeah, he's pretty cool he's kind of the thing you got halliburton but i don't know there's like some generally quiet vibes happening in indiana right now. yeah i think they're another team that were might have been tanking and now they're just like kind of average kind of right which That's is the worst possible place to be. Actually, I I honestly think mid might be him. <laughs> <laughs> so we've fully explored the mid him conversation. It's... I'm going to pivot real quick. I have a okay. game for you. Oh, I have a game for you. That's fun. So today's election day, I'm here. Holy shit, we... is it? All right, yeah, so wrap okay. it up. <laughs> okay, wrap it up. And um that means no NBA games. First That's and correct. foremost, thoughts on that. That's kind of cool. I mean, yesterday yeah. was really cool that every 15 minutes a new game. Yep. Yep. I like going into it. So when there's no NBA, NBA games, that means there's no FanDuel. When there's no FanDuel, that means that there's like now another 90 minutes of your day where you're not slugging in some roster that you'll inevitably score 290 points with. Yeah. It's been a rough dual year for me. I, I'm constantly finishing in fourth. Yeah. Right, right first, outside the money. <laughs> I had my first second and I won like three bucks and I was like, nice, I'm down like $22 <laughs> yeah. for the year. <laughs> and 50 cents. So I found myself looking at other NBA content today, and I came across the 2000 NBA draft. Wow. Right. Y2K. Okay. I like and it. This is out of the blue. It's out of the blue, but it kind of matches up with the, is it mid or is it bad? And I would say this is probably one of the most bad drafts we've ever had. Historically so I'm curious, bad. Historically bad. Just names that have come and gone with yeah. the wind. Yeah. So I'm curious how many you could name in, I don't know, let's start with five guesses. Wow. Okay, I know for a fact Olowo Candy was number one. You are incorrect. Oh, that wasn't the Olowo Candy year. Okay, so this is the Kenyon Martin year. That was two thousand. Was Olowo Candy ninety nine? It must have been. This the is the two thousand NBA draft, June twenty eighth two thousand. Wow. Okay. Oh my gosh. The Olowo Candy? No. No <laughs> Olowo Candy. That was my. Might Have been my only guess Kenyon Martin, uh, 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 Lorenzen Wright. Um, wow, okay, so that's the right <laughs> spirit. That's yeah. the right spirit. It's the wrong player, but that is the right spirit. If this struggles too much, I'll just read off some names and we can discuss them. But, but I'm just curious I can get, yeah, anytime, yeah, Ty- Tyus Thomas. Mm, that's again, these are perfect guesses yeah. for the game. Sadly, Tyus no. is not top 20. Let me go until I get one. Uh, Stromel Swift. Well done. Do you know what pick he was? Uh, second or third, I think. Second, dude. stromile okay. Swift to the <laughs> Vancouver Birdman. Grizzlies. Birdman is Birdman on the board. I see no bird. I see uh, no bird. Eddie Curry was he ninety nine or two thousand? No, was Eddie Curry a number one pick? No, no, I don't think so. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't in two thousand. So it was Kenyon Martin. stromile Swift. Uh, was it a Euro like Vitali Potapenko or something? These are you're really playing the game well. <laughs> i mean it you're doing great he is not on the board but the spirit of yeah Want me to just read off some and you tell me what you remember about him all right give me the number of three players college okay good yeah east st louis high school oh larry hughes no uh he has Sean a podcast Stevenson? no he has a podcast oh. with quentin richardson oh wow darius miles was the third number pick. three yep Holy and here's a name i almost can't remember uh-huh. He went to Iowa State. Iowa State Marcus drafted Fizer. by the Bulls. Well done, dude. I got Pfizer. That's good. Okay. Then we have Mike Miller. Oh, he won Rookie of the Year, I believe. Stud to uh, Orlando. Then at six, Damar Johnson. No, don't know who that is. <laughs> Number seven, Chris Mim, Silent H. Yeah, Laker great, Chris Mim. Yeah. Okay, got it. Love yep, Chris he went. Mim. Then we got Jamal Crawford and then Joel Prisbilla. Yeah, the vanilla gorilla. He was good. That is unbelievable. Never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got Keon Dueling. Wow. Yeah. To the Clippers. And then then who can forget out of UCLA, Jerome Moiso? Moiso. Yeah. Jerome Moiso was a bucket. He went to the Celtics, right? Dude, that is really impressive. Yeah. yeah I was because I was a UCLA fan. So I remember oh. Jerome Moiso. I have no recollection of that, but he has umlauts over multiple letters. Of yeah, it was his like name. French Senegalese or something. Yep, like mm-hmm. that. that is insane. This game is being broken by your knowledge of the sport. And then at fourteen, we're just going to skip down a couple. Mateen okay. Cleaves, college legend. Oh, epic! Cleaves to Detroit, right? To Detroit, out He's of Michigan, Michigan State. State to Detroit. He was he was basically like the you know. The equivalent of Jalen Suggs, where like a guy just took the tournament by storm, and then he couldn't have dropped too far just because he dominated March Madness. And then I felt like he opened up the door for all of the Flint tattoos. He had a Flint tattoo, and then I felt like there was multiple Michigan State basketball players who got the word Flint tattooed on their arms. That's cool. Yeah, a lot of people went to Michigan State based on that successful Mateen Cleaves run. It's uh, I'm just... I looked at the photo of the draft class because when you see like the Kobe Iverson one with Stefan Marbury and all yeah. these like, incredible players, you're like, this is a moment in time, you know, and even this past draft, it seems like there's going to be players in that that for a while. It's like, oh, this was a generational leveling up. Yeah. 2000, man. Y2K. Pretty y- flat. y 2 Why Y2K is the question and I don't know the answer. Any other good names after that? I want to... We got Hito Turkoglu, we got Desmond Mason, That's good. we got Jam- Jamal McGlure. McGlure was good. New Orleans Hornets. New Orleans Hornets. Then it was Charlotte Hornets at the time. Classic. Then at number 20 out of Hofstra University. Your boy. Speedy Claxton. who I is the Speedy. Who is the uncle of Amir? Nick Claxton. Is he the uncle? Oh, I don't know. They, I didn't know what the relationship was. There is a relationship, and I don't know what it Nick is. But it both, Speedy Cla- isn't Speedy the coach now at Hofstra? It, he was for a time. Yeah, he might still be. But uh, Hofstra legend, Hofstra pride, Nick, pride legend. Wow, it says Nick Claxton is not related to Speedy. No way! Yeah, I think what, Wendell Delkin fooled us. Yeah, Nick Claxton. Yeah, look at that. Did you say Deshaun Stevenson? Did I you did. mention? Damn, he went twenty-three. I take it back. I'm sorry. Unbelievable. And Unbelievable. And then, then we, well, that was my St. Louis guess. So I, I cheated a little bit. Oh, that was high school. Yep. And then ready for this, there was one, two, three, four. Uh, no, three. Yeah, four players <laughs> who this was like when in 2000, when GMs were like, we need to look outside of colleges. We got to take some swings oh. on these European basketball players. Oh. So who could forget at 24? Dalibor Bogarich. Yeah. Never even heard that name. That's how little he played. Maybe you've heard out of Greece. Iakovos in quotes Jake Sakalidis, Jake Sakalidis. No, Nikolai oh. Chikishvili? Yes. Nope, not him though. <laughs> no. At, what about a twenty six out of Senegal? Who could forget when Denver from Utah selected <laughs> Mamadou and <Endaye? laughs> <Mamadou Endaye? laughs> Yeah. I, okay. Didn't they, I think he went to Georgetown or something. I remember a uh, Mamadou and have... Have... Yeah. Yep. He went to Auburn. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and then there was at twenty seven, Primo's. Brezek. Brezek. Yeah. Yep. I remember yep. Primo's. Nets, Celtics, something. Indiana Pacers. You gotta love it. And then Eric Barkley and Mark Madsen of to course. round it out. <laughs> Mark Madsen Laker great. 3 time <laughs> NBA <laughs> champion.
1: We Dance took champion.
0: Of, took him out of uh Stanford, right? Um, you did take him out of Stanford. He danced for the Lakers. Am I wrong in saying that? Yeah. He was a incredibly nerdy white dancer yes. and he had a great time slash relationship with Shaquille O'Neal. During the parades, yeah. That's a great irony. Yes. Cause he was he almost felt intentionally nerdy at times. Yes. And I think that's just his I think he's Mormon, maybe? Maybe Mm. that's his or he at least he has Mormon spirit. That'll do it. That'll do it. Mark Madsen Mormon. That was good. That was a fun trip down memory lane. Yeah, I'm really impressed with how much you pulled off. Except for the Olawa Candy. I guess I thought um I was thinking of the 1998 draft. That was the Michael Olavagandi year, which was mm-hmm. also a historically bad draft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should uh, look at that one sometime. I'm looking uh, at, um, I'm looking just to see. Are, is it possible? Oh, this was last season. I was looking at last year's standings and I was like, wow, Phoenix Suns are in first place. Just doesn't seem right. But they are uh, in second. Yeah, they, they had, at a certain point, they had only lost to Portland twice. Is they it possible like they're mid? Two. Is it possible from a vibes standpoint, Phoenix is mid? Yeah, because they had that whole weird thing last year into the Jay Crowder situation, and like now there's nothing like the shine is off a little bit. Like they yeah. could be seven and three, and that's cool, but like, are they are they cool? I think it's it's almost like Utah of the last few years where it's like I don't care how mm. good your regular season is, I mm. don't think you can win in the playoffs. And year after year, Utah would have fifty to sixty wins in the regular season, dominate, and then they would get to the playoffs and they would lose. Losing that the is first a round, perfect, They would lose in the second round, losing the third. A perfect comp. That's a perfect comp. The Suns lost in the finals. That's pretty good. But that, that Luca thing in game seven, when they lose at home by 40 is such a yeah. weird, like they have to overcome that in the playoffs. That's a wrinkle. That's a weird wrinkle. That's a weird wrinkle. Uh, I think the one player, the one team we haven't really talked about, the one player that's outplaying Donovan Mitchell this year. Like I think Mitchell is having an MVP year, except mm-hmm. for. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm, somebody averaging 36, eight and eight on 52% shooting. That can't be Kevin Durant. It's not Kevin Durant. Wow, 36, eight and eight. (laughs) Is that Giannis? Could it possibly be? Not even Giannis. Jesus Christ. Are they over 500? That team? Yeah, that's a good question. I think so, but I'll verify. Is it Luca? It's Luca. 36, eight and eight. He's averaging an amazing game he's averaging an amazing game (laughs) every game has he has broken 30 which was it's a record like not since wilt chamberlain has like somebody scored wait he scored 30 every game this year yes every game okay uh that's insane the mavericks are six and three and he's averaging 36 points eight rebounds eight assists why aren't more people talking about this uh I don't know. I mean it's only a matter of time. Yeah, he's shooting 52% from the field. Oddly enough, only 30% from 3. So he's not even hitting threes that well. He's just like bodying people. He's so thick and in control down there. 36-8 eight and 8. <laughs> 36 is a lot when you're shooting 30% from 3. That is a lot of points. Yeah. And you know, some games he's broken 40. His best game was against Orlando. He had 44. Jesus Christ. Is he like is he a popular amongst NBA players? Does he have a lot of like is Patche. he cool? Yeah, is, is he cool? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's so good that he's overcome his kind of right pudgy nerdy dumb to become cool. Just he's pure he's like skill-based cool. Like everyone is just so impressed with the guy that yeah, he's like, just cool by default. Exactly. I think like LeBron wanted him to wear like his sneakers instead of like the Jordan brand sneakers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm god damn so does he win the nba championship this year is do the mavs just beat everybody well you know who's been playing great for them is christian wood like they got that their sixth man of the year so like if you have the mvp and the sixth man of the year like Mm -hmm. that's you're in a that's a good recipe yeah great recipe and then just like surround him with tim hardaway jr dorian finney smith all those guys and he probably just sponged up like the brunson points you know, and, and like just whatever those nineteen or sixteen or fifteen you were getting from Brunson last year, yeah, he probably call. just sponged those up. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. They don't seem like they miss him, even though he was so good for them. Yeah, yeah. My theory was that. Oh, and Dinwiddie, uh, Dinwiddie's great too. He's great, and he loves crypto. So, RIP. All in. <laughs> be, be careful out there. Um, my prediction was in the over under draft for the Mavericks that Luca would have a soft injury that Cuban would then use as like cover to say we're going after Wempanyama. And that doesn't look like it's happening. No. As you said, 36-8-8. <laughs> eight and eight. <laughs> He's going for the MVP. He's going for the MVP. He's playing like LeBron in Miami, just like completely dominating the league where he's like... Cannot be slowed down by seemingly anybody. It's ridiculous. And was Averaging he playing international player. ball in the offseason? Yes, he played for Slovenia in like the FIBA World Cup or whatever it was. So is that a Luka thing? Or if all players played in like a second league and they were just in shape 12 months a year, do you think that they would be better too? Or is this a specific to this guy? I don't know. I think you have to be young still. Like it doesn't yeah. help a 34-year-old to be playing. But if you're 24 right. and you're like right. kind of sometimes show up out of shape, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who else had a great World Cup for Finland? Hmm. Who, Laurie Markkinen? Wow, it was it was in plain <laughs> sight the whole time, folks. You just got to know where to look. <laughs> the finisher. That's right. God damn. Also, this... imagine if the if the Mavs like make a trade. Like, what if they like send Dinwiddie, Kleber, and uh, I don't know one of their young guys like Green to like indiana for like healed and turner and they get even better like those mm. are like the trades that might turn them from a very good team to a great team so it seems like guys like john Morant. there's certain players in the league they're just like i want to play with that guy like not only does he do amazing things he also seems cool as hell like he'd be fun to be my boy does luka attract that or is he want ballers just dudes who play basketball I don't think Luca needs shooters around him because he's like, get out of mm. my way. I will break mm. this guy down the dri- off the dribble. Right. And if they send right. a double team, I need Tim Hardaway. I need Maxi Kleber. To I knock need it Nore down. Smith. Like these are Reggie Bullock. Those are like four players that are six foot seven, can mm. guard any position, and can make forty percent from three. You know who'd be a great pickup for the Maps? Clay Thompson. If, 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 well, close, really close. Amir Blumenfeld. Me. Yes, it Park you in the corner, Tucket okay. style, PJ yeah. Tucket style. For yeah. those who know, they know. Yes. And <laughs> just let Amir bang 50% from the corner. Just Damn. break down your man, Luca. Blumenfeld corner. I mean, what kind of contract would you honestly would you settle for? You know, without going too deep in with Cuban. What would I mean, you settle for? What's the minimum? One for 2.9? Mm-hmm. That's actually not bad because I don't I have never made that kind of money. Plus, it would mm-hmm. be for a year. And then at the very worst, I would have courtside to tickets to the Mavs yeah you'd have to stand because you're playing in the game also the threes we shoot uh on our small gym are like from 18 to 19 feet (laughs) so I'd have to practice the uh extra four feet but it couldn't be that hard and then I just have to I don't have the conditioning to run up and down and shoot it like off that like uh the sprint or I don't know if I'd be able to defend some of these guys because they're so much stronger faster and younger than me So you're saying there's some liabilities to bringing on a 39-year-old sharpshooter who can't reach the basket from the three-point line? Clay would be great. (laughs) Healed would be great. (laughs) Blumenfeld if you're in a pinch. Utah. I mean, Utah is a fucking menu of players. They're like, who do you want? Just point to a player, send us two to four draft picks, and they're yours. I don't know anymore, dog. They're nine (laughs) and three and smoking the Lakers. (laughs) I don't know. Have they already won too many games to Tank for banyama like I think they, they gotta to go see what this 70. thing is. I think they gotta see what this thing is now. It's we've we've gone too far. Do you know how old their coach is? I don't even know who their coach is. Uh old Celtics assistant Will Hardy. Okay. How old? 34. Wow.
1: Mike family's wow. age.
0: How tall? Not tall. He was a small little dorky white guy. He's like the Sean McVay of the NBA. Dude, I'll take it one further. Mike McDaniel in Miami. Have you seen Miami's coach? Dorky white guy. I mean, who loves a good joke is like deeply sarcastic and like he's five foot 10, just wears glasses. It's like, okay, how did you do this? I think that would be my best asset as a coach. I could do the snarky answers like uh, the Greg Popovich style. Like, wow, what do you owe your success to tonight? It's like, well, it wasn't really hard. We give Tim Duncan the ball and get out of his way. Like, sort of <laughs> right. like self-deprecating. I could do that. Snarky, sarcastic answers. What did you see there in the first quarter? Uh, we didn't score enough points and they scored too many. Classic. You know, I mean, I Amir, mean, you and I are both in a comedy world where like we kind of slip between too many lanes to tour anything. I guess yeah. you could tour the podcast, but it's like you on your own. Like, you don't have a stand-up act and you're no. not doing a one-man show. Are you of kidding course. me? Of yeah. course not. But that. what about... Just if you just went on the road and did a press conference, oh, people in the crowd could just ask you stuff and then you could just reply in a humorous way. That's and it. I think everyone kind of gets what they want. That's cool. We just need a table and like that backsplash that says like Kia and another. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You walk out, you like take the Coke and you put it underneath the table, the can yeah. of Coke because you're a Pepsi guy. You're sponsored by Pepsi. I oh, mean, cool. there's something there, dog. Yeah. Press conference, the the podcast, the tour, the yes. ride the ride the musical on ice on ice all right so if you're a buckets listener maybe uh shout us out and let us know where you want us to bring this press conference what city you live in and how much you'd be willing to pay the press tour the press tour we are gonna go on we're gonna go on a press tour what kind of questions would people ask me though well i think that would be kind of the fun people would go in with questions ready so it could uh, be about anything what's the biggest butterfly how old were you when you were this mm what's the weather gonna be like tomorrow or they can ask you questions about what it's like to coach the San Antonio Spurs. And you're going to have to answer that, too. That's good. Maybe we add, like, uh, camera shutter noises throughout. Like, I'm getting hounded by the press or something like that. Yeah, we should just encourage people to take photos throughout the show. Like, yes. I think a lot of people don't like when people take out their phones during shows. We would encourage it. That's cool. And I would dress like NBA players or more like the coach? Uh, I think we can probably dress as we choose. It does, we don't have to go full NBA. We're just We're shooting from the hip right now. That's cool. Yeah, uh, maybe a Kia sweatshirt. Maybe we both wear a Kia sweatshirt. Oh, so we're already sponsored by the car company that sponsored the, the little vinyl siding behind us. <laughs> that's right. That's vinyl is the right that's word. really cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Did we did we forget anybody, or I think we sort of touched on everything, the good, the bad, and the mid? I think we did. I don't know if we landed on the most mid, but maybe that's a season-long journey we'll go on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess we should say Milwaukee's the best team in the NBA. Oh, yeah. They can't be stopped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> and they're getting an all-star soon. They're both yes. good and going to get better. Yeah. Middleton's in the G League. He's going to come up and make the best team better. That's fair. That's cool. good, actually. Yeah. I like that. No, that's great. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you for listening. William, thank you for joining. Where could people hear more? Uh, on the press tour. Coming to a city near you. Hell, yeah. And uh, tweet at us. We'll come back as soon as possible. You know that. Thanks yeah, for it listening. helps when you guys yell. Thanks a lot indeed indeed bye everybody that was a hit gum original